Good morning on this Tuesday morning. We want to welcome you to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Yesterday we left off talking about Job when he was tempted and tested of the devil. And we've been talking about how he moves, how he apparently tempted and tested Jesus while he was in the wilderness. So that is where we left off at, and we are in chapter 2, verse 2 of the book of Job. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down it. It says in verse number 7, So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and he smote Job with sores, Sores, sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And then, of course, uh, in chapter 1 uh, of the book of Job, he had a, a created a whirlwind, which knocked down the house and the roof and uh, killed his children. And he had uh, incited uh, the people to come and steal his animals and and take everything that he had. So... Basically, there is some power that in the Old Testament, this is before Christ came, under which he operated a certain dominion. Of course, in the New Testament, we know that Jesus spoiled principalities and powers when he was hung on that cross. He literally, literally took the chains and the keys and everything else that the devil had that bound people and he broke those yokes and made it possible that the underworld where paradise was located to be able to loose all those people in his resurrection when he came up out of the grave and then when he ascended up into heaven. Now, consider this just as a, an example. The demonic powers that flowed in the day of Jesus, many of those demonic powers manifest themselves in our day too. That does not mean that Satan is greater than Jesus. But I want to show you to consider that the influence of Satan on the physical, natural, material planet, this world, this earth, is very real. Of course, uh when Jesus was tempted of Jesus, that was just as real as anything else is real. Have you ever been asleep and woken up from a dream or from a nightmare that was so real that your heart rate literally was up and your heart was pounding in your chest and you were taking deep breaths, breathing because you were so scared or frightened of the thing that was taking place. Maybe you even woke up screaming and yelling or maybe shouting. Your emotions were just as real inside that dream as they were on the outside when they were taking place. But yet, it was a dream. It was just a dream. Well, the spiritual world is just as more real than this natural world. Remember, the spiritual world, heaven, was first, then this world was created. So in this world, the natural influences of the enemy, 
to be able to cause people to levitate. That means to rise up above the ground, to walk on fire, to be strong enough to break chains and to bend them, uh, move objects or even bend objects. Uh, Pharaoh's magicians uh, creating or or causing those snakes uh, to come out or those staves that staves that they had those poles uh, uh, to turn into snakes or or Jezebel's prophets uh, being able in their time to be able to call fire down with the exception of when Elijah was there because the presence and the power of God prevented it from happening. Well. If all of these things are able to take place back then and even some of these things today. Now you say some of them even today, yes. When we consider that the Antichrist and the false prophet, when they are here on the earth during the time of the tribulation, they're going to be able to call fire down from heaven. And they're going to be able to do all kinds of signs and wonders. And and I use the word miracle very carefully because in the scripture, in the New Testament, the word miracle that is used in many of the passages is the word really signs. But when we talk about the power of God, the miracle working power of God, the word that is used is the word dunamis, which means miracle working power but yet we are going to find a reference in the book of revelation where this is made concerned concerning the the false prophet and the antichrist and uh, we'll eventually be getting to it so getting back now to the book of mark in chapter 1 verse 12 and immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. So Jesus did not go into the wilderness to be tested and tempted on his own strength or even on just his own will. But he was literally led. He was driven by the Spirit of God to go into the wilderness area. And then it says in chapter 4, in verse 1 of the book of Luke, uh, I believe the first one was actually Mark chapter 1, verse 12. Now Luke chapter 4, verse 1 Jesus, now being full of the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So, when Jesus was baptized of the Holy Ghost, he was full of the Holy Ghost. And in the fullness of the Holy Ghost, immediately he's driven into and led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness. But yet, When he comes out of there, he comes out of there in a different way. The scripture says in uh, the book of Luke in chapter 4, verse 2, it says, "Being, Being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterwards hungered. And in Luke chapter 4, verse 5, it says, and the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed him showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time now that is absolutely astonishing to be able to accomplish a feat like that it has to be it has to be not something natural but something of the spirit realm 
to be able in a moment of time to be able to see these things, whether they were brought to his mind, whether it was in a vision, however it was, it was not of this world. In verse 9, it says, And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. Verse uh, 13 of the same book of Luke chapter 4, verse 13. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. And then the scripture says in chapter 4, verse 14, And Jesus returned in the power. Remember, he went in to the wilderness in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. But yet he came out in the power of the Spirit. And the word there, power, is the word dunamis, which I mentioned before, is the word that is specifically used for miraculous power or miracle working power. The ability to do miracles or signs or wonders to be able to perform them. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went round about him fame of him throughout all of the region round about. That made the difference. This same power that Jesus had in the book of Luke chapter 9, verse 1, it says, Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them dunamis, miracle working power, and authority, exousia, over all devils to cure diseases. And then, of course, the scripture says that uh, in chapter 10, verse 19 of uh, the book of Luke, Behold, I give unto you power, that's authority, to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the dunamis of the enemy, and nothing by shall any means hurt you. Not just the authority, what he mentioned in chapter 9, but in chapter 10, he mentions the dunamis, all the power, all the miracle, whatever ability Lucifer had before he became Satan, some of that ability, if not all of that ability, was still retained. And that is why we are given through and by the Holy Spirit the dunamis of God and the authority of God to combat the dunamis of the enemy and the authority of the enemy. I pray that this has opened your eyes and your understanding. I pray that the golden nuggets today will be something you can feast on. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen.